this piece here is just me, you know, bringing up the fact that we often will give other people access to ourselves and we take it for what it is. You know, they've done the examinations, they've done the tests, they've, you know, you know, received the information. And, and so this is your diagnosis and this is what we take. We receive this and this is the truth and that's what it is. Greetings. Welcome to the Empowered Womb Healing Podcast. I am your host, women's wellness coach, doctorate of natural medicine and doula Odessa Thornhill. I've been working as a healer for almost 20 years. I offer natural holistic support to those who suffer from irregular and abnormal cycles, hormone imbalance, and chronic womb health conditions. I help my clients achieve concrete transformational results and vibrant health, mind, body, soul, and womb without the feeling of overwhelm from DIY holistic medicine. Each episode, I'm going to talk about different strategies and ways of thinking I believe each woman needs to have in place and be functioning from to be able to empower her self-care and feminine healing journey to cultivate and manifest a life of love, joy, peace, and happiness as a way of life, not just a passing dream. For today's talk, I was thinking about this, and I think this is a critical, critical um, subject that needs to be discussed. Everyone knows your body except for you, and I'm speaking specifically to women men as well, but we know that my work is primarily for one. So oftentimes um, what I notice people do is uh, we, we don't have healthy boundaries. Um, we don't have healthy boundaries. We give ourselves um, to other people, right? We're present for other people. We are answering to other people. We're studying things to answer other people's problems. Um, and we're catering to other people. And this is what I tend to see across the board, right? Um, at work, you know, you are a body filling a role. And so, you know, once you clock in at this particular time until this particular time, you know, you belong to this institution until you return home. So your body, your physical being, your whole being is actually, it belongs to this particular area of, you know, wherever you are until you clock out. You know, when you return home, you have a certain level of responsibility, right, to yourself and to the people in your home. Um, and so, you know, if you have a partner, then you're catering to your partner. If you have animals, you're dealing with your animals. If you live, um, you know, other members of your family, you know, there are things that you may have to do um, that you're asked of that, you know, chores and things that you have to do. And, and so, you know, you're doing this and, and sometimes and oftentimes we're doing things on another person's schedule, right? Like, you know, you may be busy right now, but they need it done. So you're going to get up and do it, you know, um, your friends, right? We give of ourselves to our friends, you know, when they call in need or they're asking us to go somewhere, um, you know, you, you give your energy, right? You supplement for them, you know, you'll go with them, you'll do all of these things. Um, and then if, if you already have children for you who do have children, you know, um, I mean, so much energy is required, you know, for each individual child. And if you have more than one, well, then you know what that is like, especially if you have breastfed, especially if, you know, you're doing attachment parenting, depending on what it is. So if you are, you know, in this position, then 
you are, you know, contributing to this issue based off of how you view yourself, right? Another way that we're constantly giving ourselves to other people is like going to the doctor. You know what I mean? That's another way where we do that, you know, like you, you're, but, but we're told to be a great woman, to be a great worker, to be a great sister, a friend, you know, be, be a good client, you know, and God forbid, you've got to be a good patient because you don't want anything to happen to you, you know? So when we have this kind of, you know, paradigm in place, and this is how we approach life, then we're looking from the perspective of giving, of being present, of being a nurturer, and there's nothing wrong with that, but you know, what's happening on the other side. So other pieces to this is that when something is wrong, we ignore it. And so, um, the other piece of this is oftentimes you're going to ignore what you're feeling, right? So you have an intuition or a thought that comes up and you'll suppress it, or your body is, you know, responding to this particular situation and you're suppressing it. Um, you've, you've, you know, uh, ha had a, an, um, an impression about somebody um, and you ignore it, you know, um, you've gone to the doctor and the doctor says, you know, it's okay, we've done the tests and, um, you know, I don't think that we need to continue. And, and so they've kind of quashed, you know, this part of your dream and, you know, and you think that, no, there's still a little, a little bit more, but, you know, you've, you give this person all of your control, this doctor and all of your control, you know, so like we attribute these behaviors as normal. We, we give them the label of being normal, you know, oftentimes another piece too, like I started to mention is like you, we go to someone in an accredited institution to help us solve an issue that we have. And based off of what they say, you know, we take that as, you know, face value and that's what it is. And I am not saying that, None of the people who have studied, spent many years, often their whole lives, you know, mastering their craft. I'm not saying that they are wrong. I'm saying that sometimes it's more important for you to get a second and third and sometimes fourth opinion um, from somebody else in that genre or somebody in an adjacent genre or somebody in a genre that's unrelated and can still see the connections, right? So this piece here is just me, you know, bringing up the fact that we often will give other people access to ourselves and we take it for what it is. You know, they've done the examinations, they've done the tests, they've, you know, you know, received the information. And, and so this is your diagnosis and this is what we take. We receive this and this is the truth and that's what it is. Um, but it's not working necessarily you know what I mean? It's not working. Like little girls are meant to be seen and not heard. And this is the paradigm that many of us do this. Many of us do, you know, many, like we are meant to be seen and not heard. So we don't even understand that we have this underlying tape that's playing in our minds of how you need to show up in the world, of how you need to show up, you know, to your job, to your relationships, you know, to your appointments with other people. Um, and so we overgive. You know, we will overgive of ourselves and then we undervalue ourselves in that same moment. And so you're not feeling as though you have been um, recognized. You're not feeling as though you are being acknowledged. Yeah, we will oftentimes um, 
overindulge, excuse me, we will overgive and then um, we undervalue ourselves, right? Um, and then what happens is we'll doubt, right? Because we're giving beyond our needs now. We're giving from a deficiency. We're depleted already and we're offering up ourselves, right? So you're going to doubt yourself. You're going to um, not have healthy boundaries in place uh, because the perspective that you have of the other person is based off of starving experience you yourself are having right or you know as what we'll say sometimes in um in business is like you know when you're presenting your work to someone you know you don't um you don't attach your story to what their response is going to be how you think they're going to respond because your story is not the same thing right so um, we'll doubt ourselves. we'll have unhealthy boundaries, we'll ignore the signs, we'll ignore the signs that our body is giving us, that life is giving us, that the people around us are giving us, you know, that the environment is giving us. And, and so then we start to ignore the symptoms as well. So you're ignoring the signs that you're being shown, you know, you're being shown that, you know, all of these things are not working out in your favor. Maybe you need to do a bit more digging. Maybe you need to set healthier boundaries. Maybe you need to, you know, maybe you're not even thinking about this, but um, this is why, you know, you, you are able to, um, feel as though you're deficient or as though you're not feeling filled up because you're constantly giving, you're constantly going back out there and not recharging yourself, right? You're making yourself small. People have access to you all the time, but you don't take the time to regard your own sacredness, your own sovereignness, right? Like who are you as a body, as a person in this experience in the world? Who are you you know, as an individual being, you know, outside of these sub-personalities that you're living with, you know, you're a mother, you're a wife, you're a friend, you're a cousin, you're a sister, you know, and when we take away all of that, like, who is the essence of who you are that manifests inside of this physical body, you know, in a sovereign existence, you know, like, we don't think like this. We just think that, you know, we have to go to work and serve, you know, we think that we have to be around our family and maintain the tradition of what I am supposed to do in the role of being a daughter, a sister, a cousin, right? We think that, you know, when you get into a relationship that, you know, you're the lover, you this is the role that you play. And so you have to give up your physical body every single time the urge takes over. So where is your identity? Where is the individuality? Where is that presence of self that is able to create these firm and healthy boundaries? reinforce them, right? And then express from a place of being and feeling nourished and replenished, right? And filled, right? These are, these are really, really, you know, big question because we give ourselves to science, you know, like, I don't know about you, but I know that on the back of when I lived in Quebec, it was a Medicare card. And, you know, I think here in Ontario, it's an OHIP card. Like they're asking you, like, will you give your body to science? You know, like, will you, you know, offer your, um, your, what you call it, your, your, your organs, you know what I mean? Like an organ donor at the end, you know, you're, um, asked to give in love, you know, like, can you be around your partner? Can you give to your partner? Are you coddling your partner? Are you giving to them as much, you know, as you need? Because if you don't, they may start looking outside. And so you feel as though you have to give, right? You know, are you giving to your family? You know, well, you're not supposed to rest. You know, I remember my mother being like, how can you sleep when there are things to do? <laughs> You know, and as an adult, as a parent, I can see that there is so much to do. Like, you know, so 
where where do you take a moment to acknowledge your individuality? And we know I speak majority to women, but as men as well too, where do you acknowledge your sovereign being, the person of who you are and really recognize that individual and who has access to it? How often do they have access to it? What kind of you know residual energy exchange are they leaving you with? What kind of reciprocal energy exchange are they giving you? What are they leaving you with? And you know, how is it leaving you at the end? All of these exchanges with people that you're giving, you're giving, you're giving, you're giving. How is it leaving you at the end? Because you know what happens? Then you start to believe what other people are saying to you. Then you start to, you you live your whole life in a specific paradigm that's based off of other people having access to you and you not being able to turn on and turn off how much of yourself you make available. So, you know, we believe what people are saying to us. We, you know, we don't establish our healthy boundaries and we don't learn about our own body wisdom. Now, y'all know my work is focused on health and healing. Right. And for those of you who are very familiar with my work, I speak very much about the multi-dimensional aspect of healing, which is, you know, physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, karmic, cosmic, like so that we just go on because we're multi-dimensional beings. We aren't just one, two, three dimensional. We are multi-dimensional beings. And if you don't recognize, you know, who and what your body is able to give you, the wisdom of what your body is telling you at all times, not just any times, right? Then then what, what is it really that you're doing? What is it really that you're doing? Do you know what habits and patterns your body is going through? Because it has its own habits and patterns. Before, you know, running to someone else to find out the answer, right? Which when you get to that point of detriment, ideally you would catch it before. This episode is brought to you by my signature program, The Practitioner's Self-Care and Feminine Healing Training. Are you a doula, nurse, health practitioner, or healer? Are you living with unresolved reproductive health problems and want to understand deeply what's happening to your body? If so, you're going to love today's sponsor, my premium program, The Practitioner's Self-Care and Feminine Healing Training. Healing your mind, body, soul, and womb using my three-phase womb cleanse program not only helps you heal your hormones, it helps to set the stage for a healthy pregnancy, birth, healthy baby, and much more, as well as a more in-tuned, aligned, deep trust in your body. I created a quick womb health assessment to help you understand where the gaps are in your health and help offer direction on how you can move forward effectively on your journey. Visit my website, Cultivate Your Own, and my social media pages, Cultivate Your Own Wellness, to book a next step call with me and gain access to this womb health assessment. Once you've completed the assessment, we will hop on a call and discuss further so I can understand what your needs are and if you're a great fit for my six-month program. And let me tell you, it really works. Visit Cultivate Your Own Wellness and join the practitioner's self-care and feminine healing training today. Right, but the whole point of where I'm at right now is notice what your habits and patterns are in your body, recognize and get familiar with that body, with that so that you can tap in and understand what's going on. So you can move with your primary caregivers, you know, in a way that is empowered, that feels empowered to you. You feel confident because you know what's going on in your body. Are you aware of your habits and patterns? 
Are you aware of the wisdom that your body has? You know, when you're around people and, you know, your mind and your everything is just like, I got to, you know, and not forcing it and saying, no, I need to be here. I need to engage with these people. I need to engage with this. What's going on? Pay attention to what your nervous system is telling you. I'll tell you something, okay? Everyone has access to your body except for you. I remember being younger and being in a situation, in numerous situations where I'm meeting up with people and, you know, like I'm thinking I'm acting regular and some people around me were like, Odessa, what was going on? Like you were totally rude to this person. And I was like, well, you know, I don't know. And they were like, well, you seemed to not, you know, uh, respond well to this person. I'm like, okay, well, I, you know, I was fine. This is what I was telling them, but come to find out later on that, you know, this particular person was bad minded, you know, ended up doing really, really like, wow, eye opening, boggling, mind boggling things, you know, and this was before I can say I was more in tune with, you know, what my needs are, you know, with what my body is telling me, with what my spirit is communicating to me. Right. So imagine how often we put ourselves in situations with people, with things, with places where we were not paying attention to what was going on. And, you know, we allow these intruders, these intrusive energies, these intrusive circumstances and situations to take precedence and take a priority in our mind space, in our physical environment, right? Run our emotions, run the gamut of the emotions, right? All of these, there's a response in the physical body. And coming back again, when you can connect and understand the sovereignness of the physical body, right? And take away, once again, the subpersonalities of who you are, how you identify in the world, how the ego identifies in the world, how it plugs into different circumstances with different people, different, you know, energies, you know, and really acknowledge who you are. And okay, so how am I making that space for myself? How am I taking my my time? Are you familiar with your sense, your colors, your, you know, changes, you know, your subtle shifts? What's going on with you when people come around you, when you think of different things, when you eat certain things? Like really and truly, this is so important, you know, because especially as women, especially today, we are going into these relationships with people and we are walking into the hospitals and we are just allowing everyone to have access to us. You know, will you do this test? Sure. You're not really asking what the test is for, but you're doing it. You know, your gynecologist is asking to have the, you know, um, uh, you know, have you in the stirrups and, you know, doing all of these, you know, checks with the um, speculum and you don't know what's going on. Have you seen your cervix? Has your gynecologist shown you your cervix? And I'm very, very serious because everyone has access to your body except for you. I've seen my cervix. My midwife showed me my cervix when she was doing one of the checkups. Wow. It looks like a donut. Right. You know, like, have you felt your cervix? You know, and this is like healthy conversations that you can have with your partner. You know, your partner, if you are in a relationship with your partner and, you know, as a woman and you're intimate with your partner, your partner is giving you a particular experience, you know, be it whether it's, you know, they're sucking, licking, you know, whatever it is that they're doing, pushing, whatever it is that they're doing, but they have an experience of your physical body. They've been inside. They can feel your cervix. They can feel your coccyx. Have you felt that? But we will sit back and we will say, no, our body, like, you, ew. ew, 
you know, it's my body. I can't touch it. You know, I don't. Okay. But you know, that, that fecal matter that's coming out of you, you put it in there. You put it, it's yours, right? Like your, whatever is inside of your, you know, your vulva, inside of your vagina, your cervix, your uterus, all of the things that are there, it's yours. It's yours. And so like, you know, get familiar with yourself and what you need, get like, you know, allow your body, allow your physical being, you know, the honor of being protected by your mind and your intellect and your words. You know what I mean? Like, because you're, you're, we're, we're doing that. We're getting into these relationships. We're getting into these relationships and we're allowing, you know, our, our paradigms to dictate how we're going to be like, you're exhausted. You know, you, you don't, you don't want to be, you don't want to have sex. You don't want to be giving your partner any loving tonight, but you know, because this is dictated by this and this is how it usually acts and the woman is supposed to give to the man. And so she's given to the man and all these experiences and he's okay. And he's taking from you and you, you've given so much like, okay, everyone has access to your body except for you. Everyone. So I'm really here, you know, like ask, I want to ask you, do you have a healthy relationship to yourself? And that question in and of itself opens up a whole other can. But do you have a, like, ask yourself, first of all, what does a healthy relationship to yourself look like? And it isn't just about taking a supplement in the morning, making sure you do 30 minutes of workout in the day, right? And then sleeping your seven hours. It goes way deeper than that. It goes way deeper than that. It's about asking yourself these really tough questions. It's about looking at, you know, your faults and your shortcomings. It's about, you know, going the extra mile to see, you know, like to like really get familiar with who you are. Y'all, the work that I do around reproductive justice really requires a level of self-autonomy and confidence. Really, really does. For you to get the kind of results that you're looking for, right? Whether you're trying to get pregnant right now, whether you're trying to heal your fibroids or you've got, you know, cysts, all of these things, especially for women, our body autonomy is crucial in our healing. Everyone has access to us and we don't know what's going on in our bodies, is your relationship to your body a healthy one or is it a superficial one? Get familiar with yourself. Understand what's happening. Ask yourself what's happening. You know, some of my, my clients, they call me, okay, my nose is running a little bit more now. I'm noticing a twitching here and there. What am I supposed to do with this? Okay, well, because we're in the longer program, you know, we build up on it and I teach you how to interpret it, and then how to answer your needs, right? So you can prevent, right, getting to a point of detriment. And then if you do have to go, you know, into work with your doctors, then you have a vocabulary, you know, that is clear enough, at least for you to be able to convey your messages. And you are able to communicate, you know, with them what it is that you need, or if you don't need, or if you need to move on or whatever it is, right? But body autonomy is so important. What don't you know about yourself? As a woman, you're trying to get pregnant, you know what I mean? Like, do, what don't you know about yourself that other people are telling you and you're believing? Do you believe, do they really know? Do you know if they really know, right? And is what they know all that is there? 
Because I'll tell you, the body is miraculous. The body is miraculous. Right? And body confidence, body being sovereign in your body, knowing your body, feeling creatively, sensually, and sexually free in your body is so important. Everyone at this point, most people will know you more than you know yourself. They touch your shoulder, they rub your arm, they'll shake your hand, they'll give you a kiss on the cheek, they'll give you a hug, you know what I mean? They'll, they'll rub you, they'll touch you when you don't want it, they'll call you and you're answering, they'll ask you for something and you'll give it to them, they'll require something of you and you'll be tired and you'll give it to them, right? People will plan for you, they will plan for you. Today, I'm going to contact so-and-so because I need this from this particular person. Today, I have an appointment with so-and-so and we have a new test and a new drug we want to try out. So I might just ask you, listen, this is not a joke. It's real. You are your own owner. You own you. I can go deep into this. We can start talking about the birth certificate and when you're born. And who really owns who, what, the government's... I can, we can go into this, right? But I'm not going to. <laughs> not for this particular conversation, right? Like, we can talk about this. Autonomy is serious. Knowing your birthright is serious. Recognizing your physical body in a world and how it interfaces with everyone else is extremely serious, right? You own... Your straw man. You own the individual. The individual on paper, in all caps. The individual without all caps, with common letters, with just a capital. You know, you're, you're the spirit that exists in the body. And the body is a vibration of that. So, ladies, in this 2021 moving forward, I really want you to consider this. I want you to ask yourself the question, you know. Do I have a healthy relationship to myself? What does a healthy relationship to myself look like? And what does access to me look like moving forward? Who has access to me? Who? And why do they have access? Right? And this has nothing to do with, you know, wanting to be, you know, she-she and, um, you know, full of yourself. It has nothing to do with that at all. You know, it's, it's, it's being selfish is healthy. Okay. Being selfish is healthy and you need to remember that. Right. So when you are drawing your boundaries, because that's what you need, when you are taking the moment, because that's what you need, when you have said that is enough, because that is what you need, that is your right. So y'all make sure hashtag replay. Let me know what about this has resonated with you, if you can relate. For those of you who are curious to know about the work that I'm doing, for those of you who are wondering, you know, what is it exactly that this woman is up here talking about? I just want to take a quick minute to talk about fertility secrets and womanism. I have been doing this work for um, healing work for the last 19 years. And I have been specifically focusing on women's wellness for the last six to seven years. And in the last few months, I've decided to really hone in and help women prepare their bodies 
for pregnancy. There are way too many opportunities for miscarriages, for, um, you know, um, failed cycles, um, you know, for people to not be able to conceive based off of the ways that we've been caring for our bodies, the ways that we are approaching, um, you know, fertility and, um, you know, family building. And so this work that I'm doing right now, I've actually just opened up doors for my 12 week program called Fertility Secrets and Womb Wisdom. And I walk you through three phases of healing the body to be able to um, in, introduce, um, you know, new patterns, new habits, and new ways of building up the integrity of your body so you can conceive. This is especially for those women, those couples who have been trying to conceive for more than two years. We know that, you know, there is, there are very specific issues that you are dealing with, that you are fighting through. And I really want to offer you a chance to hop on a call and have a conversation because I am here. I have heard you. I am listening. I can feel you. I have my own stories. And so I, I am um, so humbled to be able to do this work with you. So if you feel called to have a conversation about where you are on your fertility journey and you would love to connect and chat, please feel free to, you know, slide into my DMs. If you're uh, on Instagram, you can click on the link below on uh, YouTube um, to book a call uh, and uh, and let's, you know, sit down and see where you are, where you are and how I can be of service to you. I want to leave you all with that. Um, I will be coming on again and sharing some more love. Uh, and I bid you all a wonderful day, afternoon, evening, wherever you are. And we will talk again soon. Be well and take care. Be inspired to do for yourself what you would do for someone else. to do for yourself what you would do for someone else get up off your bed and walk your time is now so don't be fooled I see you questioning the simple sign Step out of line, it's time to move.